Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red Tell Me More button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Joe Emerson joined us on this week's Follow Your Yes Friday and shared a great story of a time when her yes wasn't even about herself. Joe, I would love for you to help us out with something. And what I would like you to do is help us illustrate the importance and the power of following your yes, following that internal guidance and how, you know, when we don't do it, it can kind of get in our way. So let's start there, actually. Would you share with us a story of a time when you did not follow your yes? Maybe, you know, at that time, you didn't realize you had a yes, but when you look back, it was like, wow, that was so clear, and I didn't follow it. Tell us about that time. Um, so I'm going to tell you about a, a time with um, my uh, middle daughter, who um, for a long time, this is the one who I, I bested giving birth to, um, <laughs> she, <laughs> she uh, went through a stage where she was feeling really angry. Um, I suspect, although I don't know, but I suspect it was um, in the aftermath of her dad and I separating, although this was probably a couple of years after that time. So, you know, who knows? Who knows what goes on in our little children, in our little people's lives? But um, I was quite concerned. 
but I was also not handling it brilliantly. So every time she'd blow, I would come down on her with, and, and when she blew, I need to say that she, you know, would end up hitting one of her siblings or hitting me or saying something really quite rude. You know, she was really lashing out. And, um, and my internal guidance was to just um, kind of be very robust and still and uh, to not punish. But her sisters were coming to me saying, she's just done this, she's just done that. Where's the punishment? You know, where's her consequence? Because, you know, in my home, I run a fairly tight ship. There's huge amounts of love. But my children, you know, know what the boundaries are. And if they accept <laughs> them, there's a consequence. And, and I believe that that's what makes my children feel safe. But, and, uh, but this, was, this was like an extreme thing. Eva was really struggling. Um, <clears throat> and so I ignored my internal wisdom and she would be punished for hurting her sisters, um, sent to her room or she'd lose her gymnastics or... But the problem was not going away. It was getting worse and worse and worse. And eventually I spoke to my mentor about it. Um, and her advice to me was just don't react. Just say very, very clearly, this is how things are going to be in this home. And if you, if you can't operate the way I want you to operate, you're going to have to go to your room and you can come back when you feel better. Um, but not react, not get involved in it, not shout myself, not express my frustration, which I hate to say I have been doing. Um, and so the next time Eva came on this wave of kind of anger, they did seem to come in waves, um, I thought, no, I am going to listen to my internal wisdom and I am just going to be that kind of robust, still, kind of calm, firm but fair type person you know I'm just going to be I, the word still just kept coming into my mind and I remember saying to her I crouched down to her kind of level and I said Eva we are not having this so if you want to stay down here with us then you're going to have to stop behaving like that if you want to go punch things go to your room and come down when you feel better and she looked at me and went I feel better right now and she stopped and 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 then my internal wisdom was right. She did not need punishing. She needed containing. And, you know, when she was kicking off before, she was actually asking for containment. She wanted to test, is my mum safe? Is my mum here and present and in charge? And I was showing her that I kind of wasn't because I was flailing around before. When I actually said, I'm in charge, this is how it's going to be, it all went away. Very interesting. Yeah. No, that's that's such a great story of, you know, it's kind of going against what you your brain's telling you. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, I'm going to go with this. And it's yeah. like, look at that. It works. Yeah. <gasps> Magic. Well, the thing is, Ken, is what I was doing was not working. Yeah. I was making things worse. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't see a way out. And I did need, I needed, you know, I needed my mentor's wisdom mm -hmm. because I was really, you know, I was part of the problem. <laughs> I really was. And then um, when I stopped being part of the problem, it's amazing when the solution suddenly appeared. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Let's, let's flip this around, Joe, and take us to a moment in time when you, you had a clear yes, and not only did you recognize it, but you followed it in that moment. Tell us that story. 
Uh, clear, yes. Uh, oh, okay. So I, um, I was coaching. Um, I was coaching a client um, a while ago, and um, uh, he was he was talking around lots of stuff that was going on for him, um, and it was work stuff and um, sort of a bit of home stuff. But I, we weren't getting. We just were not getting to the bottom. Of, um, of what was really going on for him. And, and my, I, I'm a very instinctive coach. This, this knowing what's really going on for people, like underneath what they're showing me, this, that's something I've had all of my life instinctually. Um, and I just knew there was more. And I was pretty sure I knew what this more was as well. Um, and I, so I, I took a risk with this client because we really were not getting anywhere. We were on session four and he wasn't getting a breakthrough. And in the end, I said to him, do you want to tell me about this friendship you're having with this lady? Are you sure it's just a friendship? And he burst into tears and then said, no, I'm completely in love with her, but I'm married. And, and out it all came. And once we, and he thought I was going to judge him. I'm not going to judge anybody for you know, falling in love, for goodness sakes. And, um, but once, once he'd been able to tell me what was really going on, you know, we were then able to start making some clearer plans based on the truth. I just, instinct, I knew that we, were, we didn't have the truth. And when we had the truth, he could then, he then, uh, he had a full canvas upon which to paint the picture he wanted to paint for the rest of his life. I won't say anymore because, you know, it, it was his life and his private stuff. But um, absolutely listening to my guts in that moment, I believe, gave him the key to unlock, you know, the next chapter in his life. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and you know, I love that you just brought up that, that aspect of that yes, its role was actually to help him yeah it wasn't like oh where does this fit for my life it was just like right now i need to say this mm. and it was a risk you know because oh absolutely but i've learned to listen to um, the universe sometimes just knocks really quite hard on my guts <laughs> when i'm with a client mm -hmm. um you know and i'm like okay okay i'm listening <laughs> i'll say it um, it doesn't happen all the time but there are times when i'm like my god i cannot believe those words just came out of my mouth but uh, you know, I've learned to go with that because that's when the magic really happens. Yeah. And, it's amazing. And what, what makes it feel like magic is that we don't understand it before we did it. No. I we know. just went, this doesn't make any sense to me. But then again, it's not for me. It's for you. So yeah. I need yeah. to say this. And you'll go, oh, yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. I have no idea why that means something to you. Yeah. I, no, I, once, I once was doing a, a intuitive reading. Um, I was actually holding space for this for a bunch of students and we just worked with the students about, you know, just whatever you see, you don't have to understand it. It's their information. Just share it. And I'll never forget this guy named David is sitting there and I hear him say, well, they said, say what you see. So I'm going to say it. And I, I'm just like, oh, geez, what's he going to say? <laughs> and he goes, you're showing me flying toilets. Oh, and everybody's eyes are like, what? And the woman who's getting the information is like, I know exactly what you're talking about. No. Oh. 
and he went on with just like that, you know, emboldened him. So he kept saying what else he was noticing. And she's like, oh, my gosh, this is exactly what I needed to hear. Wow. And nobody ever asked her what it meant because it didn't matter. It's not our business. Right. No. But it was so funny because everybody's like, wow, I just re if you can say flying toilets and it works, you can say anything. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I just love that. Yeah, you know, it was, um, I, I think often that, you know, we, I can often now, um, before before I go into a coaching session with a client, I will, um, there's sort of this little ritual I have where I, I sort of say, you know, after you, by which I mean God, spirit, universe, life with a capital L, whatever it is, please go in the room first before me because, you know, I, this cannot be about me. I just need to be fully present and aware in order that my client can achieve what they need to achieve within this session. So when those moments come, it, it just feels like it's just it's gold in those moments because you know that something bigger and better than you has got involved, um, which is so special. But then also you've got that beautiful connection, deep connection with your client because together in that moment you've both witnessed truth and, you know, I live for those moments of deep, true connection with people, be they clients or my kids or my friends or, you know, a partner. They're just gorgeous, those moments. They are, for me, they're what makes life worth living, really. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, as much as we don't understand them, they're mm -hmm. they're the ease in our life. They are. Yeah. They are. Well, thank they're... you, Joe. Thank you for sharing those stories. You're welcome. Lisa Lieberman Wang was on the show this week and shared with us a great phrase to help remind us of how to stay in touch with our yes. Well, Lisa, I would I would really appreciate it if you would help us to really illustrate how, well, the importance of following your yes. And, and so what I'm going to do is I'd love for you to first start by, by sharing with us a story of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe at the time you didn't realize you had a yes. But then when you look back, you're like, wow, that was incredibly clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do, and I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Well, that's an easy one. I've always known I had a yes, and this is one time I didn't follow it. Um, it was back when I was about 30 years old, and I was standing at an altar with a man that was very nice who made me laugh, but I wasn't in love with. Mm. And the the... The, I want to say the, the reverend, but he wasn't a reverend. The, the justice of the peace turned around and said, do you take this man? And I paused. And at that time, I heard my future husband say, I don't hear you. And the reason he didn't hear me is because I knew the answer was not yes. It was no. But I had 126 people witnessing this, and I needed to go through with it, so I did. And I knew at that time it wasn't right, but I did it anyway. And I think I did it because I was thinking how old I am, having a family and kids, and you're supposed to do this. But at the time, this person was a great person. He made me laugh. He, I met him during a, a downtime of my life. And when I started feeling good about myself, he wasn't the right person to be with. So we were together, married for six years, together for eight. And... um and I, I knew it wasn't the right decision, but I went through it anyway. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I have to say, you're, you're not the first uh, person on this show that said that they were basically at the altar or some form of that saying, this is not what I need to do, but I did it anyhow for whatever reason. 
Rather, mm-hmm. like you said, there's all these people here. I have other things that make me feel like I should go ahead and do it anyhow. Yeah, that's that's such a amazing example. So so let's flip this around, Lisa. Give us an example of a time when, when you had a clear yes, and not only did you recognize it, but you followed it. Tell us that story. Well, that was easy. As same person, um, my grandmother passed away, and she was the light of my life, the wind beneath my wings. And on the day I buried her, I did the eulogy, and everybody knew how we were so connected. You would have thought she was my mom, Mm -hmm. because we were totally, totally connected, even though she lived in Florida. I was the only grandchild that went there like five times a year to visit and called her all the time. And my now ex, my husband at the time, chose to go bowling that night, and I begged him to stay home with me, and he didn't. And I just made a decision. It's easy to bury two as it is one. And I buried him that night and waited for him to come home and told him I was leaving. And that was the beginning of the end. And that was over almost 19 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that story. So I'm, I'm curious, how do you recognize a yes versus just your mind trying to convince you of something? Well, I have an expression. When you're in your head, you're dead. When you're in your heart, you're smart. So, ah. it, <laughs> yes, anytime I'm too much reasoning, logic, thinking, then it's not a good decision. When I just go to my heart and I just literally, you know, an easy way to do that for the listeners is just take three deep breaths and ground yourself and just put your hand on your heart and ask yourself in your heart, your heart knows. You know, what is it that's good for you? And you'll always come up with the right answer. So when you're in your head, you're dead. When you're in your heart, you're smart. That's fantastic. I love it. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingapartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. 
The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.